Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. It's me, your host, Coach Shannon, and this week, my guest is Leandra. Hello. Hi. Walderbach. Sorry, I should have said your last name. <laughs> did I say that right? You did. Okay, you nailed cool. it. Awesome. So how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. Thanks Yay! for having me. I'm excited for you to be on. Um, I feel like we're from the same area. But you just happen to be, like, younger than me, I guess. And so I actually don't know that much about you. And I'm not sure how many people in the gym actually know that much about you. So let's just first say you are from l and I am. You, you, <laughs> you got it right. Go Falcons. Yep. You live in my neighborhood. Your kids go to l and So we're yep. all the Falcons over here. Yep. Born and raised in Lutz, Iowa. So about 20 minutes south of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am. Yeah. So your parents farmers, right? Yep. So grew up a farm kid. How, how many siblings do you have? I have three little sisters. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's super so- annoying because we all have L names. Oh, you do? We do. And you're, so you're the oldest. And I am. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I don't smartest. know. I didn't know the oldest and the smartest. Of course, I'm the oldest too. So <laughs> I'm going to say that. But I just have one brother. So and he's really close in age to me. So it just seems like we're the same. <laughs> but um, man, four girls is like. Yeah, that's, my sisters that's and I are all two years apart. Oh my gosh. Um, Your parents were like on the ball. Yep. One of them. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a couple of them are, one of them is still around here. So, um, me and her, uh, we kind of rule the house and like my parents love having us over. They're sort of a bad influence on us. (laughs) Um, but we, uh, my other two sisters, one is in Des Moines and then the other is in Wisconsin. Nice. So So. they're all grown up. Like you're all two years. I don't know. How old are you? Oh, you don't have to tell me. No, it's it's fine. fine. (laughs) It's fine. I have to remember I'm 32. Oh, Okay. I, yeah, I'm like, I literally don't know. I just know that you're like way younger than me. So not really. So like, I think what we would have been like eight years apart or so in school. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I graduated in 99. So, so we know like a lot of the same people. But we do. We do. Definitely. Um, like I know Tiffany pretty well because she's my brother-in-law's age. And so as anybody who's been listening to this podcast knows, my husband and I dated in high school and so, like, his brother's, like, three years younger than him or something. And, like, so I just remember, like, Tiffany. So there's definitely a lot of people from L&M, like, around um, that we, like, know each other. <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, and I didn't find out till like, I don't know, after you have been coming here for a while, that, like, our daughters were the same age and, like, even in the same class. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how am I so, like, oblivious? It's been so fun to watch them what, play softball now together. Are they on the, they're on the same team? Yeah. And is Allie doing basketball? Oh, yeah. At um, the Y? This year, no. I've never had my kids do basketball at the Y, mostly just because, like, getting them there, getting yeah. her there would be kind of, like, a problem. And um, just... It's hard now that all three of my kids are starting activities because you can just only be so many places. Um, So, yeah, I remember talking to Adam. So Adam is your husband, and he is, like, big into the sports. Um, I love him as a coach, though. It's, like, totally awesome. But anyways, um, he's not coaching the basketball, though, right? No. Okay. He told me he's totally going to coach the girls in basketball, (laughs) and he can't wait, and he has all these plans for Allie because she's, like, so tall. (laughs) It just makes me laugh. Yeah, he has but, 
big dreams for the girls. Yeah. But like speaking of sports though, like Autumn is like super. So your daughter, Autumn, she's my daughter's age, Allie. They're in second grade. When's her birthday? She turns eight in May. Okay. So she's got Mm -hmm. a little ways to go. So Mm -hmm. Allie's birthday's in like two weeks. Oh, nice. Well, no, I don't know the date. Her birthday's the 7th. I don't know the date today. I know her birthday. Her birthday is February 7th, but I don't know how far away that is from today. It's just a few weeks. So she'll be eight here coming up. Um, But anyway, like speaking of Autumn, she's like super competitive. She's tiny, but like mighty out there on the softball field. I just couldn't believe how like far she can throw the ball and like, (laughs) yeah, she's, she's super competitive. She's like a little pistol, but yeah, you, if you would have seen her like two years ago, she was was not the same girl. She couldn't even throw the ball. So it's really cool to see them come so far over like a short period, short period of time. Yeah. Where does she get her um, sports background from? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Didn't you play? Are you, you're yeah, just, I'm kidding. You're just saying that. Yeah, I'm just kidding sarcastic. with you. I was super involved in sports when I was a kid, too. And I wish my, you know, unfortunately, I wish I would have started at a younger age. I yeah. really didn't get into sports until I was like... 13 or 12 oh, 13 wow. so like junior high mm-hmm. so you didn't play a lot of like youth sports not, or anything not a ton basketball would have been like the only one oh, but okay. I never did t-ball or anything like that did my your parents, parents just nah they weren't really into it yeah I mean I'm not into it either but here I am signing yeah. my kids up for everything <laughs> I just want to give them opportunity yeah I feel like um, anymore, yeah, they have to kind of do it at that younger age or they don't have that like competitive edge as they get older. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, There's a lot of like stigma around like specializing and travel teams and all that sort of thing. Like, have you ever thought about that or like worried about it getting Autumn involved like so young or? Well, I definitely don't want her to be burnt out from it. Yeah. You know, as as long as she wants to do it, we'll continue to yeah. do it. But if she doesn't, we won't. And her yeah. brother, so we, we, our son, he's yeah. very different from Autumn. He's not so competitive. We put him in wrestling this year yeah. and he just didn't, you know, didn't really care for it. Oh. Um, so we just don't want to push him there either yeah. and let him like find his own way. But yeah figure out like what sport is what they want to do so just kind of let them try everything and kind of see like is autumn enjoying basketball then yeah she really is do they lower (laughs) the um basketball hoop down for girls they do okay it's hard to watch though because like i'm it's super hard to watch and um it's you know i want to like i'd bite my tongue like that's not how you do it or like no or stop but yeah um my middle daughter, so at LNM, you can start playing in the fourth grade. And they just played their second game. Their second game, their actual second game got canceled. So they played their first game, which just just completely clueless. And their team's really small. They don't have very many girls. So it's like just none of them have a clue, right? And then they had a full weekend off of not playing. And then so they just played their second game. And um, we were laughing because in the first game – my daughter, so her friend made a basket and then she hugged her <laughs> in the middle of the game while like all the girls are like running down the court. And so from my perspective, like I think it's funny and I think it's cute because I, well, I want them to like do well, and but I have lower expectations for like four fourth graders. Right. 
my husband was like, th- like Ugh. so upset, like threw his hat <laughs> off, like what in the world, you know? Like, yeah, no, it's just you're supporting a teammate, right? So I love after, it. Yeah, after the game, I'm like, Cam, um, it's fine to like be happy that your friend made a basket, but let's hug her after the game, okay? Like you need to go down and get after the ball. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but I know that they do start a little bit like younger at the Y. This was our first year. Is it like it's, twice a week? Or? It's, it's like they have open gym one night a week and then practice, like a, an official practice one night of the week. And then every Saturday we've had games, which I was like not expecting. They didn't communicate like, hey, there's going to be X number of games. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't have signed her up knowing that. Because um, it's been kind of a lot or. Yeah, it kind of has. Plus, of course, you know, they play softball on Wednesday yeah. night. So like our, our week is just pretty hectic yeah <laughs> yeah and then do, do you still have your son doing um, um thank gosh wrestling wrestling just got over oh, it just we're got all over. celebrating <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's for us I don't know if we're a wrestling family or not maybe we'll we'll know next year um but that was Monday and Wednesday nights too so Adam and I would kind of like split yeah. up plus, split up with the kids plus Adam's doing his <sighs> um refereeing yeah, for basketball. basketball basketball's life for Adam he he referees two to four nights a week so That's he travels so around the state depending yeah. on yeah he, he loves it though it's yeah. his thing yeah he does talk pretty highly about it and I assume is it decent paying or is it one of those things where it's like a hobby um, and you get paid like $20 you know what I yeah, mean I think now like now he makes pretty good money because like these schools like seek his crew out so he, he's on a crew with two other um, guys and they only like generally only referee, referee together oh okay so they've gotten really good um, and it's sort of like a sport in itself because they're trying to make it to state every year too, as, as all these yeah. basketball teams are. Does the pay rate kind of go up yeah. as you yeah get more like serious about the game yeah. or whatever? Yeah, that's, but that's he cool. definitely couldn't like quit his day job. Oh <laughs> that, yeah. That right? would be crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause basketball is only like a couple of months right. or whatever. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's awesome. All right. So then I want to know kind of like a little bit, um, more of your timeline. So was softball or did you like play all sports in high school? Yep. yep. So, uh, four sports a year, um, volleyball, basketball, track, softball, which is nice at L and M. Cause yeah. you can do that. You, yeah. you, you can play all the sports. Luckily and, I never had to try out. Yeah. You don't have to try out. You can just, <laughs> just go made the out. team. Yep. And a lot of kids play four sports just because like, I mean, it's just like what I told my daughter, like what else are you going to do? Exactly. Um, she doesn't play softball, but I figure like, well, you're still pretty busy most of the year. Like yeah, track me, doesn't get over till May. Like, yeah, for me, I'm like, I just, I wanted to get off the farm. Yeah. Right. And just <laughs> like, have something else to do. I was like super envious of all my friends. I got to like live in a town, like let's Grandview or Fruitland. Cause they got to hang out all the time. And I was just like antsy to get, get off the farm or like get into yep. the, the um, gym or. Yeah. Do you, Adam was telling me that you guys just bought some ground to like build a house though. Yeah. And it's not in town. Right. It's not. No. <laughs> and your kids don't have a town. I know. I feel bad for them, too, like, because here we are. Yeah. I Autumn, do agree. Autumn was just saying today she wished she had neighbors. I'm like, eh, sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, my little kids haven't gotten old enough to complain that much about it, but Isabel, for sure, because she has friends who, like, live in Fruitland, and they're able to just hang out all the time. And I grew up in Fruitland, so I totally know how awesome it is to just – 
you just walk around town, meet up with people, like ride your bike everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then like where we live, like my kids don't even learn to ride bikes because there's nowhere to really. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to really ride them and there's no peer pressure because there's no one around to ride them with you. Yeah. Fruit- <laughs> Fruitland was the place to be. Yeah. Uh, all the kids went there. Um, yeah, for sure. I had some friends that lived in Lutz too. Uh, no, we did buy land recently. It has been a very long journey. We didn't ever think it would happen. Um, we actually moved back here probably five years ago or okay. so. Um, and at that, before that, we were in Cedar Rapids, mm-hmm. and Adam and I met in Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. And then when we decided to start a family, we were like reevaluated our our living situation and decided that yeah. we probably didn't want to raise our kids in um, that area. Yeah, he's from a small town too. He's from Leon, Iowa. If you've heard of it, which is like no, no, nope. three um, hours south of here. Very <laughs> oh, so like southern Iowa. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't realize he was almost from Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh. So when we moved back, we actually moved into the house that I grew up in. Uh, which is on my parents' farm. So they've been renting it to us. And the idea was like, we're just going to stay there like short term. Yeah. This is not, you know, this is temporary, not permanent. Five years temporary. (laughs) Right. And and we just didn't realize we would have such a hard time um, like securing land or just a house. We, we, you know, houses just don't go for sale around here or if they do like they're sold and they don't go on the market so yep they're like private party Mm -hmm. dude I feel like you're describing my life um Ryan and I lived in like the Iowa City area for a long time and then he decided that he was gonna farm and so when we decided to move back to Let's like it was the same thing like his dad um has an extra house like on the farm that they had always rented and so we like renovated it and moved into that also same thing supposed to be like temporary like save some money like wait for a house to come on the market and then we lived there also for five years <laughs> until our like house the same person yeah until our house that currently came on the market and it was kind of another thing um yeah where we just like knew who lived there and knew the previous owners and so it was just able to like you know make the deal and I I do like the location but it's like you do kind of give up a little bit of freedom you don't just you don't go like house shopping and you're like oh Mm -hmm. I like this about this house and that about that house you're like okay um can I make this house work you know it's Mm -hmm. just like that sort of thing so where did you guys buy land at so right outside of Grandview on G44X, we bought about like this little parcel, six acres, which is really exciting, but it was super, really spur of the moment. Um, mm-hmm. My dad called me one morning. This would have been back in like November, I think. Because he knows everyone. Out of the blue. <laughs> there's this auction going on. He's like, did you know about this auction? Well, I had like heard about it, but yeah. I thought it was all farmland. Yeah. I didn't know that they had cut like a six six yeah. eight, like six acre piece off um mm-hmm. it's like no you know I didn't know and he's like this, this is happening today you need to be there and I'm like <laughs> oh okay Cal- well calm down I'm yeah. like I have work meetings like I can't just go yeah so um and Adam happened to be like 300 miles away for his job and yeah. I'm like no like <laughs> so what we ended up like m- me and my parents went and looked at it and after like driving by I'm like yeah the, you know this we got to do it yeah so they ended up going to like the auction on our behalf and I'm like I, I, I was like wanted to be there but I yeah couldn't. and then I just got a text at like 10 a.m and my mom's like you're you're a, a landowner, landowner. <laughs> now I'm like what and then yeah my parents they went totally rogue and they bought like the 45 acres next to it oh that someday will all be ours yeah that's <laughs> so nice. it'll be great 
yeah that's final, awesome finally like laying down roots because I didn't think you know I thought <laughs> accepted our fate of like living in my childhood home yeah <laughs> tiny little thing yeah it is kind of funny that you say that because um we where our house is too Ryan's dad rents all the farmland around us and we were able to cut off a piece so that we also have six acres where our specific house is. But of course, like the goal is to like end up owning the full All like, of it. parcel. Yeah. Or, and it's kind of connected. I don't know exactly how many acres. It is very similar. It's like 40 acres, like mm-hmm. all together, like all like right there. And so, yeah, like future goals, right? <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, someday this will all be ours. Yeah. But like first we ha- can't even, you know, with the infl- inflation and price of lumber, like we can't even afford to build like it'll be a while. We yeah. just got to be patient. So yeah. it'll probably be another like five to seven Right? Years another five before. years. It is crazy. Like the price of what it would cost you to like yeah. build right now. It's super unfortunate. I'm like, of course, like, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, we'll are fine. you, you're like fine with the house. We're not in a huge hurry anyway. We got lucky that the even came up when yeah. it did. So yeah, for sure. So you, like, definitely where, if you live, like where we live, you have to take the opportunities when they arise because they don't just come up and you don't just be like oh I'm gonna go land shopping I'm gonna go house shopping it's like you're not you're not because they're literally in that entire area there may be zero houses Mm -hmm. maybe one house like and it's just yeah it's definitely crazy and then the Fruitland area there's never a house that stays from the market for long it's a super like popular area Mm -hmm. and I mean we were never gonna like live in town anyways but yeah we would have well we you know if if it made sense if it would have made sense to like do yeah like there but the houses the house you know prices on houses are jacked up too yeah it's like hard to fathom like paying three hundred thousand dollars for like a a tiny little home for like a ranch not not bigger than where we're at now right like it doesn't make a like a ton of sense yeah be patient do you (laughs) like the area then that the house like yeah i think so like Hard surface road. It's um, is it a little further out for so you? So it's off of I Avenue. So the I Avenue mm-hmm. is a gravel road yeah. that runs off of G forty four X. So it's just like right off of there, but yeah. not like deep into like it's not right. full blown gravel road. Got it. Okay, I know the area pretty well. Um, one of my childhood friends like grew up there, and just you know, of course, I went to L and M. So um, I actually lived. So G forty four X comes down and meets like Stewart Road, yep. right? Yep. My grandparents built that house that's on the corner right there that big like white and like brick house and so I spent a lot of my childhood like in that house and so I just know the area like super well yeah, it's um, closed. yeah that's awesome well congratulations Thank on you. becoming a landowner Thank and you. hopefully building a house in the next five years or <laughs> yeah, so five to ten <laughs> five to ten to twenty you never know <laughs> no at some point you're gonna make it yeah. you're gonna make yeah. it happen so okay what do you you work at H&I or yeah yeah. Oh, well, it's a funny, it's a sore subject, actually. Why? You don't no, no, work there? <laughs> not really. Well, I do. I love my job. I've, oh, I've like finally cool. like clawed my way up, I think, um, through like the, you know, the corporation and, mm-hmm. um, and, and finally doing something that like feel, feels fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but if you would have asked me like two weeks ago, I would have told you I work for All Steel. Oh, okay. And then like last week, um, H&I announced that, that Han and All Steel are merging. Oh, Okay. So now I work for H&I Workplace Furnishings. So is that a better company um, or like structure? Same, same. It's interesting. Um, Han and All Steel have always like competed 
for resources and for like the same business. Yeah. So it makes sense to like combine those resources now and be mm-hmm. one company. Yeah. But I'm going from like a 10 person team to like a, a 30 person team. Oh. And there's a little bit on of just like uncertainty around like who's going to do what. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it'll all shake out. It'll, okay. So what's your background? Like you, did you go to college, get yep, a degree? Yep. So I, I graduated from the university of Iowa and my degrees in journalism oh. and mass communications. Um, going to school, I, I wanted to be a TV news broadcaster. Ooh. So, um, I worked for Falcon or, well, that's what I, I rewind. What got me into that was I helped create Falcon Daily News oh. at l and <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I want to go to school for, but I think this is fun. Yeah. Um, so that's why I went into that. But uh, worked for Daily Iowan TV while I was in college and then had several news internships, um, but never actually like landed a news job. Mm-hmm. I did um, get offered a, like a paid internship my senior year, which was like you know, the, the best thing ever, but it didn't work out. Oh, dang. <laughs> they, um, couldn't actually hire me after doing my background check. Oh, no. <laughs> they found, I had speeding tickets on my, okay. on my driving record. Yeah. I had three speeding tickets in a matter of like three months and, um, was, had to be on like SR 22 insurance. Oh, okay. So because of that, I wasn't insured to like drive their news vans. Oh, got it. So then they couldn't hire me. So I'm oh, like, oh, man. it was a huge bummer. And then, yeah ironically then like the first job I took after college was in transportation and I worked for a trucking company just like doing what um various things not journalism (laughs) no (laughs) definitely not um I start I started as a driver recruiter and had to like hire truck drivers oh the company that I went um that I worked for they like put put people through truck driving school. Uh-huh. So the idea was like to have these drivers come in, go through school and then get hired. Yeah. So, um, I had to hire, like it was a terrible job. I had <laughs> to hire like X number, like five drivers a week was the goal. Actually. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, but then eventually went on and, um, like man- was an account manager. So I had mm-hmm. to track loads, book loads, mm-hmm. um, negotiate rates, that type of thing. And then, um, eventually was a driver manager, um, meaning I was like driving like managing these drivers yeah um which was a lot, you, a lot of fun stories a lot of inappropriate stories that we shouldn't like, talk yeah, about to over like the deal with truckers yeah, yeah. So that's where me and Adam met yeah so I met him there he worked there like he worked there also was he not a trucker no <laughs> oh no you know he just worked there got mm-hmm. it um well that's awesome so met there got married the whole thing and then moved back to where you're at now and just seems like you know a lot of people go the way towards working at (laughs) H&I yeah well I it was actually like the first company I even not in journalism applied to (laughs) I'm in marketing okay yeah not too far off then not not actually I don't actually like worked out oh okay good (laughs) I, I was like well you know obviously I wasn't like using all of those like skills I had acquired from from school yeah. Um, but now I would say that like what I do now translates. So you've been uh, working there like five years then about since you guys yeah. moved back? Yeah. So, but when I started out, I started like on the customer support side. Oh, okay. So I actually worked like with Carrie Johnson. Mm. Um, she was my manager actually Everybody at knows one Carrie. point in time. <laughs> yeah. She was my manager. And then, um, she's been everyone's manager. I think it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Um, and then for like three years after that, after that, I, worked on proposals 
of like manage like the whole proposal process. So anytime mm-hmm. the company was invited to like participate in an RFP, it was my job to like respond and mm-hmm. put like out this proposal to win all the win all the business. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm so far removed from any sort of job like that. I've just never worked in any scenario like an office at all. Um, so like whenever I've talked to anybody like about their job or I've had anyone like on the pod to like talk about it that like works there, I'm just literally like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, <laughs> cool. So let's get back to your gym background. Like yeah. just like, so or like cool. farm background. It's yeah. boring. It's boring yeah. stuff. I told you it wasn't interesting. You like, are Why are you going to have me on here? You are interesting. We want to know about your background. So, um, so when, how long have you been a member here? Um, Tiffany brought me to a class in September, like not this September last. Yeah. So you've been here like a year, a year and, and a half, half or going, so. Yep. Almost. What did you do for like exercise for the last, like, I don't know, forever many years? <sighs> well, honestly, after high school and playing sports, like every day of my life, I felt like pretty burnt out from it. Yeah. Um, however, I did <laughs> for like the first semester, um, at Iowa, I, actually tried out for the rowing team. Mm. So I, I did that for a while. What made you think you could row? <laughs> I don't even know. It was <laughs> wild. And I couldn't. I mean, I wasn't very good. I was strong even then. But these I girls s- were tall. <laughs> I remember seeing them practice because um, I went to the University of Iowa for my graduate degree. And our building, it was right on the river. And they used to, like, keep their boats all, like, right there. And so I would, like, see them practice. But did you practice right there, like, on the river? Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. So, like, four-person boats? Or were they eight? Or, like... Um, More than, like, yeah, I would say eight. Okay. I don't remember. I just remember seeing, like, their big boats and, like doing the rowing so you did that for like a semester so So you made it on the team so I made the team that was a big accomplishment for me yeah I had to like tread water for an hour so I could could do that seriously (laughs) yeah um why is that a requirement but then I don't know in case you like fall out of the the row is that it or is it just more like or just testing your fitness yeah I'm not sure your mental toughness like just stay here for an hour I did it. What kind of background did you have to be able to tread water for an hour? I don't know. None? No background? None. 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 Um, Yeah, but I would say, like, my heart really wasn't in it. I was just, I I remember, like, like it was yesterday. I was, like, running up the hill, like, by IMU. You know, that steep Yes, I do. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I I just, I don't under, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like, the Iowa City culture and party life was, like, more of, like, a a more attractive option for me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm done with sports. I'm going to have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was what I did for a while. Um, However, I did play club volleyball, though, while I was at um, Iowa, too. I had to... So that was fun. I did yeah. try out for that. So these tryouts were super nerve wracking for yeah. me because I never had to try out for anything. Yeah, before. right. You didn't know what to expect or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was like, oh, and I got into yoga. I did hot like yoga, practice yep. yoga for a while when I was in college. I'd say for probably pretty like a year or two. Um, but then when I had kid, when I had my daughter, I like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it goes. Like you put all of your time and energy into like this new life. Yeah. Um, I didn't probably like fill up my cup at all after that. So I didn't do like a lot of exercising mm-hmm. or anything. Not really. Yeah. It, do- it does get difficult for certain periods of time for sure. Um, 
So, so you were kind of like on a fitness hiatus then, like before you joined or did you kind of get back into um, it? Um, well, so COVID happened and I just, um, yeah, was, cause your was son home is all the young. time. He's four, yeah. five, four. Yeah. Okay. He's four. So when he joined here, he was only like two. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy you when you say that. Two little oh, kids. Wow. Um, so yeah. Co- okay. So you joined in the fall of 2020. Yeah. So the pandemic had just happened like yeah that what was that in again March. can you tell us about the pandemic i've never heard of that do you know that time <laughs> where everything shut down yeah oh yeah and i had to stay home <laughs> and um the only place i ever went was my parents they live you know in in our driveway yeah and i was you know got in this habit of having like after hour like happy hour with them um like every at five o'clock we oh, drink no. cold beer and I'm like wait a minute I'm like gonna have like the COVID-15 yeah <laughs> um so Tiffany got me into doing like this beach body program and I'm mm-hmm. like it was 80 days I was like this sucks it's like <laughs> so lame I'm so bored I don't want to do this but I was yeah. just doing it to say that I like did it and yeah finished those 80 days um but before like the 80 days were up um Tiffany like she she like got me to come in here I, I wonder like, when okay. Tiffany joined I, okay she I'll had, do it it was like August like she had not been here before very long me. yeah like fine I'll do it I'm like but you're supposed to be doing this beach body program like, yeah what the, what <laughs> so anyway, I can't I came to one class and I was like okay I'll Tiffany has actually stuck with CrossFit for quite a while yeah. more than I, I can't imagine her doing her. an 80 day like yeah proud of her yeah. for it I, you know um yeah, the 80 days wasn't for her, but yeah. it wasn't for me either. <laughs> so she ended up bringing you to a class and then you just like loved it right away. Or was it just like something you wanted to do? Um, no, I just knew I needed to like do, do something. something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like how much though. I yeah. didn't realize like how, um, how much I needed like an outlet. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Just, yeah, a place that you can go for an hour mm-hmm. and just do your own thing and, like, try as hard as you want to. Also, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's kind of rewarding and also to, like, have a place you can feel like you're growing and learning, like, a new skill. I just feel like as adults, we don't have that opportunity, yeah. like, a lot. I don't know. Did that, like, yeah, draw well, you in? <laughs> not, not not at first. Yeah. Um, I remember when Kyle asked me, like, what my goals were, I was, like, dumbfounded. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have, what goals? Like, like gym goals? Work out? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I just want to, like, be a little more active, I guess. And then um, I remember, like, not long after joining, I'm like, I, I got to get a pull-up. Like, I just <laughs> want to do a pull-up. And then, yeah. you know, have all these, like, new goals. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is sometimes um, hard for people to know, like, what their goals are when they don't, like, you don't know what you don't know, right? It's like, well, I don't know what my goals are yet, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had no goals. Yeah, my goal is just to, like, come to a gym. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can you stop asking me questions? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, no, I I think, like, I didn't know I needed it, maybe, because Mm -hmm. it's, like, forced me to, like, dig deep and find like my grit again which mm-hmm. I guess I probably forgot was even there yeah um and I didn't know like how much it would affect my my everyday life too yeah. just day to day and how um how I act around my family or you know mm-hmm. I'm less less stressed at work and have somewhere where I can come and like just clear my head for an hour yeah it's super helpful yeah definitely um I think that that's probably an outlet for a lot of people so you would say it like really helps your mental health as well as like physical Mm -hmm. so um you said that you were like always like on the strong side I mean 
Did you, were you like nervous to like come to CrossFit? Like you've never um, done it before? Well, I was like, nervous because that, you know, I don't know that I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I knew Tiffany. So like, you know, of course the first few classes, I was like, made sure she was at those yeah. classes <laughs> with me. Um, was I here on your first day? Probably. I think I was we your had a coach. jump rope and I couldn't even like jump rope. I couldn't do singles. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Where am I, doing? I think I remember it. Um, I think it was one of those things where, so we've like onboarded people differently, like over the years. And I think it was just one of those, like, I don't know if it was bring a friend day or if I was just like coaching and just, just like, I just remember you showing up and I'm like, oh, Leandra's going to be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I can just tell. I just have an eye for, like, people who are going to, like, do well. You know what I mean? And so I was, like, yeah, I was, like, totally excited that you wanted to sign up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So how many classes did you come to before you were, like, yeah, I want to do this? One. Just the first one? <laughs> yeah, the first one. one. You were hooked and then after I was the like, first one? Yeah, and then I just, like, went for it and signed up for a year membership. And then at that point, I'm, like, I, I, I'm in this now. So um, I made it a point to come four days every week for a year. Yeah. And then I did that. So I'm like, I'm still on that trend, but yeah. And in that year you did get pull-ups I did, awesome. <laughs> and butterfly pull-ups and toes to bar. And what else? Double unders. I think we can say I got double unders. Yeah. yeah double I did unders. like 40, I did like 43 yesterday unbroken. So that yeah. was a new record. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, as soon as you start getting the confidence and getting those big sets, it really does start getting a lot easier it's kind of getting over that initial like hump you know of like being able to to do like 30 or 40 in a row you start being able to like do that well I did except like I did them in a a wide though yeah that's that's different right because there's the music but you can't hear the jump rope Um, yeah you're you're tired on top of it I mean I'm tired I was tired yeah like I can't do this so it was like it's totally different than just Mm -hmm. practicing oh for sure it's a big accomplishment definitely I agree Um, so it's going to be like getting a hundred in a row is going to be like someday. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my, the hundred in a row for me was super elusive for like a long time because I would realize I was getting close to it. I would be like in the nineties and then I would get excited and I would like rush it a little bit and then I would screw up at like 97 or 98. (laughs) And so I couldn't get that hundred in a row for a burr. It was just that hundred number would just screw me up when I would get to like get to those nineties and I would be like, just hang on to it. Just, Oh my gosh, you're almost there. And I would like trip it up every time. It was not until I got to this gym and I'd been able to do double unders for years, like been able to do them in workouts and like, fine. Um, it was not till this gym that I finally not only got over a hundred, like, and I can do a hundred consistently now, but I think I got my PR of like 130 or something. And I was just like, (laughs) It's just funny. You just need that like initial breakthrough, you know, to like convince yourself that like you are capable of like doing this or whatever. Does it bother you that the lights are off? No. I forgot to turn them on. (laughs) And it's like four o'clock. So isn't it? Oh, it's almost five. So it's like getting dark. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't bother me. I just didn't know if it bothered you. Nope. Um, I I would be fine with keeping the lights off. So, okay. Um, so you've gotten a lot of skills in the last year and a half, definitely like pretty like proud of your accomplishments and just want to continue the trend of like, yeah, yeah. So I want to get a bar muscle up. Oh, next. yep. That's now next, bar muscle up is the next, next. thing It's on my list. There's, there's some, yeah, there's other things on my list, I guess. Like I'll run a mile someday. <laughs> Run a mile. I hate running so much. Um, I just talk about getting in your head. Like that's, that's, I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm real, right real with bad you. at that. I don't want to I don't do want it. anything to do with running. I don't and that's either. probably why I quit rowing, which I'm, I know. Yeah. It's kind of similar feeling. Yeah. Like I'm like, why am I doing this? Monotony. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the running either. I actually totally don't understand anyone who does it voluntarily. I feel like there's uh-huh. probably something wrong with them, you know? Do you think it just takes a toll? Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. something wrong with them. Men's, yeah. Yeah. For sick, sure. Sick people. Yeah. I'm only going to run if you make me. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, so you're doing your first competition. Is it the first one? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, the 29th of yes. January. Next so, weekend. yeah. Well, I hate to, I think I will go ahead and just release your episode like basically right after we're done um so um yeah so it will be this weekend I just I hate to say days because I just never know when someone's gonna like listen to this or whatever so the 29th and 30th you have your first ever like for real competition not like an in-house one like you've done those before Mm -hmm. um and Heather Brady's your partner Mm -hmm. right and so you're just like how are you feeling (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I'm super excited, mm-hmm. uh, just to go out there and compete because I haven't had Done that in a while. an opportunity to compete in what, 15 years or so, yeah. something like that. Some, some obscene number. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like, you know, I'm, they released the workout yesterday and I feel really confident. I feel really confident about it. I'm not, I mean, I can do all the movements yeah. and I feel like I've been training for the last year. Yeah. Um, so I feel ready. Yeah, so the first workout that they released has what's the first thing again? So the, it's wall balls. Oh yeah, it's like okay. twenty five wall balls. Yeah, wall I balls. I got that. So it's it's like they have this like round thing going on. So like the first round, each partner does twenty five wall balls, and then it's twenty five leg knee raises. Yeah, it's, no. then it's like the toes to bar straight. So for the first twenty, there's it's four rounds. Oh okay. And then one of the partners does rounds one and four. And the other partner does rounds two and three. That's mm-hmm. how I understand it. But you know me, I, I get workouts <laughs> mixed up often. This is how I understand it. Yeah. Um, like that partner will go through. And then at the, once one partner goes all the way through, they end at a box where you do like synchro bop, burpee box jump mm-hmm. overs. And then once you're done with the synchro, the other partner will go back through. Yeah. And do they this, go down the and same back. reps in the opposite order. Yeah. And then they come back. So Got like, it. Got it. I think. No, yeah. <laughs> Don't I, quote me. No, that's right. I was listening to the explanation and then I talked to Ryan Iberg about it. And yeah, it's sort of like a relay style where like you start at one end, partner works to partner two. You guys do some like synchro work together and then partner two works down the floor and then back to where you meet up with your synchro burpees again. And then Mm -hmm. partner one works back the floor, the other direction. So for intermediate, which is what you and Heather are doing, you don't, you have leg raises the first time down. And then the second time you guys will have to do toes to bar. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a pretty good workout for the two of you. I mean, honestly, you're definitely able to do the wall balls unbroken. The leg raises won't be a problem. You know, you'll yeah. definitely be able to do and burpee box jumps. After that is just the deadlift, which is 40, 145 pounds. Oh, I forgot. There's a deadlift There's in there. There's an axle deadlift, which I've never, I've never done that. Here it's a thicker bar, apparently. Like, yeah, we have an axle bar here you could practice with. I don't actually to. know where it's at. I might have to ask Kyle. Maybe it's in, it might be in this closet, actually, I wonder. 
or maybe it's out there. Busted out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it shows up in a lot of competitions, actually. The Urban Street Games, like, always has an axle bar, and they always make people do some, like, crazy stuff with it. Like, uh, they'll have some kind of, one year, I mean, I think you had to do a thruster, a max thruster, and then another year it was, like, a clean and jerk with it. So it definitely shows up a lot. Um, it will, it'll be a little bit harder on the grip. It'll be a little bit different, but at 145 pounds, it's, it won't be like something that's not doable yeah. like for you. Yeah. Um, you'll probably have to do like, you, you could try it with your thumb around. I feel like a lot of times on those thicker ones, you do your thumbs like, or, I don't know. You'll just have to try it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many reps is the that. deadlift? I think it's like 15 or 20. I want to say. Does it make sense there. that the reps go like 25 20 15 uh, or yeah, i don't know maybe it's something like that i don't actually remember the reps i don't i'm anxious to see the others though yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i'm worried because i am a little worried just nervous because we don't have to send it very much in class and every time we ever have i've died yeah <laughs> there was one uh workout in particular i was like two hours late to work that morning i had to lay like i just had to lay under a blanket for oh, a no. while in a cocoon what was it <laughs> it was it was this past summer because i remember it was warm out and there were sleds involved oh and um ski like the sled and the ski oh yes that one was brutal I ended up not doing that for some reason I don't know if it was like the day off of training or like some of the days that I coach I can't I'm not I actually coach all the classes I'm here for so I can't like go to a class and so like a workout like that is a workout I'm not going to do by myself usually so but yeah so you were like dead after that huh yeah and I, I remember sending it like maybe one other time but I've never like full send. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or maybe. Yeah. In- I mean, even in a competition setting like this, it isn't going to be like a full send. You do still have to take into consideration the amount of work that you have to do overall. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So- well, that's my fear. I'm like, I don't want to. Um, yeah. I think, for this, <laughs> I think for the first workout though, you'll probably be able to pretty much do all the movements unbroken other than your toes to bar. So you'll just have to break those up to whatever makes sense. Um, Usually it's better to do not go to like failure on it, but to like say, okay, I'm going to do four sets of five. I'm just going to take like a short break and that can kind of like help you stay on it. Um, so yeah, even though it is a competition, you can't full send everything (laughs) just because you do have like more work to do. So like you still have to kind of work below that like red line so that's kind of the thing that can be tricky with competitions that's gonna be tricky for me (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a little bit tricky um I think you'll be fine because you'll definitely do your wall balls unbroken and then your leg raises your first round you'll probably be able to you know that's the thing where you might strategize where you might be like um the next movement which is deadlifts is going to be grippy so you might actually even though you could do 20 leg raises it might actually make sense to take one break you know Mm -hmm. to do like 12 8 and give your grip a little bit of a break. So when you do 12, take a break, eight, then you'll be able to just go right to the deads and probably do the set unbroken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just keeping in mind that like, well, now I have to do burpee box overs. And when you have to do it synchro, it'll be hard to actually go like full send, like as fast as you can, because you have to like worry about what the other person mm-hmm. is doing. So trying to like figure out a pace that is a strong pace, but not like an all out sprint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I would think about the total amount of work that you have to do and take that into consideration of how fast you can actually go (laughs) and kind of like take that into consideration a little bit. It'll be a good experience for you for (laughs) sure because um, 
it, it is it's tough when you've never done it before because you don't necessarily know what you're capable of right so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a learning There's and you don't want adrenaline factor I don't really know what that yeah gonna, like look like well and you don't do want to get me. out there and really screw it up or something mm-hmm. you know but um I think one thing too if there is double unders in any of your workouts to not get flustered because the temptation to go fast in a work in a competition setting is like really high and dubs are not really fast mm-hmm. and you, so you have to like resist the urge to like speed them mm-hmm. and then like screw up screw up screw up screw up screw up because then you yeah. get like in your head yeah that's great advice <laughs> yeah so like if there's double under, I mean Heather too because um I know that Heather has double unders but I don't know like if they're like super strong so it's just like being relaxed and like knowing that it's actually faster if I can be relaxed and do the set unbroken rather than like tripping up a bunch because I'm like trying to sprint you know yeah. what I mean yeah that so makes sense I think um that's kind of the unfortunate part is when you've never done something before, you just never done it. And there isn't a way to really like get that experience. I mean, I can give you some advice, but you have to do it. Right. And then once you do it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I wish I would have not done this. And I wish I would have done it like that. Like you're always going to have that sort of stuff. But, um, I'm excited for you guys. I think you're going to do pretty well. Like you're both, um, oh, I was telling you earlier, like pretty evenly matched, but also like a slightly different like strengths, I think. So Hopefully the workouts are designed well to kind of like play into those. Mm -hmm. Sometimes with those intermediate workouts, they'll, um, they'll make it so you can kind of like share a little bit more. So if someone's a little bit stronger at like a movement, you're able to like take advantage of that. So Mm -hmm. just kind of have to see what happens. (laughs) It'll be interesting. Yeah. So we actually have a bunch of teams going, so that'll be fun too. You'll actually have coaches there that can like help you too. And I would totally take advantage of it. Um, Kyle and Peyton are both super experienced, uh, competitors and obviously at CrossFit too. Um, Kyle, especially he's very, uh, like analytical of the workouts Mm -hmm. and he knows how like everything's going to feel. And he's very good at knowing like capabilities. I would for sure like use him Mm -hmm. for advice on like strategizing and stuff like that. So yeah, that's great. Cause I was wondering like, who's going to, who's going to be partner one, who's going to go have, you know, yeah. Two rounds, two and three. I'm like, uh, probably maybe her because those deadlifts will be real easy for her where she might be able to get us ahead. Yeah. I would probably say put Heather at the back to back. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I probably would. You need the person. Yeah. That has like, maybe the grip is a little bit like stronger. And so you can get a break between yours. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know though. You guys are both kind of similar. So it's, I I don't, for you guys, I don't know that you could really screw it up that bad. Some teams are definitely going to be like, Oh, it's makes sense. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like the person with like the bigger engine would probably be the person that you'd want to like go down and back or, you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. the stronger deadlift, like maybe something like that. So I don't know. So much to consider. He'll have some advice for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of it is just like pure strategy, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to like think about who's the stronger at like whatever to put them Mm -hmm. in that order or who goes first, like, you know, that sort of stuff. So it's going to be so fun. (laughs) I'm actually sad that it's far away because I love to go and watch people and but I pretty much never go further than like the Quad Cities or like Iowa City. (laughs) That's fair. It's a haul. Yeah, because it's in um, Grimes, you said? Yep. Awesome. So what are you like, are you just the most nervous just for not knowing or what do you think? Well, like I, I think mo- mostly not 
doing it before. You just haven't done it before. Um, yeah. And yes, like trying to, um, like you said, just be smart about mm-hmm. how I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, not knowing what to expect and like on that, on that aspect mm-hmm. of things. Um, Ask Peyton what food you should bring. Yeah. And um, what gear should bring yeah. like your jump rope. You have a jump, like your mm-hmm. own jump rope. Yeah. Extra pair of shoes. Um, bringing You're probably like going to overpack. Yeah. That's what I do anyway, I mean, anywhere I go. But I don't want to forget nice. something. Yeah. Like I always think about where your like absolute favorite, most comfortable clothes, you know, like have your like favorite leggings uh-huh. ready, you know, just like that stuff can kind of be comforting and then just not distract you. Like don't wear the pants that fall down all the time, like uh-huh. to the competition, you know, yep. Yep. <laughs> don't wear Good that call. bra that's too tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. like, <laughs> so I always pack my most favorite stuff and I always make sure my most favorite stuff is like, <laughs> like ready to go. Um, I think... Peyton, a good advice from her is to make sure that you do eat. So maybe ask her for some like suggestions and don't eat any new foods. Don't try anything new. Um, I think if you go back and listen, we did a full like episode on it. I think before the central regional. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's got a lot of good ideas for like what to eat. Um, She was like told us a story about how she didn't eat her first competition, like thought she was going to pass out. And (laughs) yeah, don't want that. Yeah. And you also don't want diarrhea. So (laughs) (laughs) don't want that. Yeah, especially if you are. I think I remember that episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know what the episode number is. I'm like, should be able to find it. I think if you go. She's talking about the restroom, so I'm already like prepared for that situation. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Going back to somewhere in September. So for anyone who's competing and just aren't, and it's your first time, if you're not sure, like going back to that episode, we do kind of go into detail about like the food and stuff. Payne's a good resource for that. She's experienced and like knows what to eat. So awesome. Um, I'm just like, you normally go come to the five fifteen, Yeah. Cause you like to get it done before yeah. work. Well, have, it's like, just a little hard. It's tricky sometimes to try to fit it in, in a work day. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, we have so many activities in the evenings. Yeah. It's like, what makes sense? Does Adam help um, you with the kids then in the mornings? Yeah. Yeah, usually, I mean, they're asleep by the time I get back home. Oh, they're still sleeping? Yeah, they're asleep. I get back home around, like, 6.30, and Adam's up for the day, but usually they're still in bed. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, nobody even knows I'm gone. So it helps because he doesn't have to go to work, like, as early, or? Yeah, not necessarily. Not usually. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So So he he meets, like, with people. Um, He sells easements for it for his job and mm-hmm. so he doesn't generally like schedule meetings with people too early right um, and he normally has to like probably a little travel. more luxury there yeah, yeah he has he to like travel to get there yep. and nobody wants meetings before like 9 a.m no. anyways he, he's like <laughs> no yeah so he doesn't usually bother people until about 10 yeah i mean i've he comes to the 8 30 class quite mm-hmm. a bit so you know it must be nice i'm hoping that i'll get you know i'll maybe i'll get to come more um after I know like what my new job is and yeah maybe, what my new manager is like but maybe right come now, at noon or do you not come at noon because well right now I have an eight thirty touch base call every day it's a 15 minute call yeah um so that that gets in the way um uh-huh. and then yeah it's just it's tricky sometimes with like meetings generally they're back to back yeah um but yeah like Fridays are a little like more relaxed Mm -hmm. yeah I see you on Friday sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you work actually from home or do you still go to the office 
Um, I signed a contract last year, and they so they consider me a hybrid employee. Oh, okay. Um, again, I don't know like what that will look like, yeah. like uh, after this transition. But currently, I've been working from home, um, probably like two or three days a week, and will just go into town um, and work anytime I am meeting with somebody mm-hmm. if they want to meet face to face. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my calls aren't with people like in Muscatine either. Right. So, you don't so have it to... doesn't necessarily make sense to be in the office. I can get work done matter. at yeah. home or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your kids are in school. Mm-hmm. Well, Lyle doesn't go to, he's in, he's preschool. in preschool. Yeah. So, so Fridays, not... Fridays he's, is he there miss. all day though? Or is it? Yeah. Oh, he is it's okay. all day, Monday through Thursday. So why do they do that? Why don't they have him go Fridays? Is it just a lot or like, I don't know. Yeah. Just because I can just see with like childcare and working full time, like how your kid being off for an entire day could. We have to take turns staying home with him or yeah, maybe my mom will watch him if we need her to. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find childcare for like one one day day a week. week. Yeah. Exactly. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my kids this summer either. What do you normally do? Last summer, we just stayed home. Like, I just oh. worked from home last summer, unless there was, you know, I made a point to, like... Yeah, I have to... You could just... So you and Adam just kind of, like, figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm super lucky right now. I shouldn't say super lucky. I paid my dues when my kids were little, and I couldn't leave them at home. But it's definitely been nice um, being able to leave them at home, and my oldest daughter can help, and... Now that my kids are, my younger ones are 10 and 8, it's even easier. Yeah. Um, so, and my daughter this year, she's 15 and she can, she has a school permit. And since we farm with her school permit, she's allowed to drive between farms, which is going to be so awesome this summer because our farm that we do our produce farming on, we own 30 acres close to Columbus Junction. It's close to our house, but it you still have to drive there. It's probably... Uh-huh. I don't know, maybe like takes 10 minutes or something to like drive over to it. So I'm so excited that she'll be able to, cause then she can drive the kids back and forth rather than me or Ryan or someone always Making having to like trips. Yeah. I mean, we like to see them. So we'll bring them with us sometimes to work. But then, you know, if you're working it all day long, like they need breaks or like they don't want to do it every day or they want to come out for like a little bit and then go home. Well, I was always, someone was always have to drive them, you know, back and forth. So that'll be really nice that she's able to drive between our house and the farm. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh, my life is just getting so much easier by the year (laughs) as they get older. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll be to that point at some point to where, yeah, they'll be able to kind of like stay home and stuff a little bit easier. It's nice that, that you guys have jobs though, that are, um, kind of flexible. I appreciate having a flexible job and having a manager that just, just trusts me to do my work and isn't micromanaging me all day. So that's that's been nice. Um, again, we'll see what that looks like. It could all change, but I hope not. Yeah. All right. So, um, it was good talking to you. Good luck at the circus. You guys are going to do great. I'm just totally, I'm not worried about you at all. You're going to do fine. Thank you. I need Uh, all the luck I can get. Yeah, I know. It's so nerve wracking, but it's going to be fun. Do you think you're going to sign up for the open? Yeah. You are? Are you already signed up? No. Did you sign up last year? Um, super last minute. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then like, I, I was like, fine, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, this year we do go to, we, we go skiing Mm -hmm. once a year and our trip is like, we might have a trip in there somewhere. 
Um, but I may only miss like one workout, so I'll probably still do it. Yeah. Or you might be able unless to. Unless that's frowned upon. I'm not sure. Oh, well, so I mean. You can only, if you miss one. So the only thing is, is it'll just, it'll change your ranking. I mean, mm-hmm. your overall ranking, if you want to put, it'll, it'll rank you per workout, but then it'll do your overall ranking based on all the workouts. So if you log a, a zero, if your workout is zero for one yeah. of the workouts, then it, it'll affect your like overall standings. Yeah. I might um, just find a gym out there. Cause I think we're talking like one workout. Yeah. I, generally gyms are pretty good during the open, letting people kind of drop in and at least be able to, you know, get a score. Sometimes they have like different rules or mm-hmm. vibes, or you have to kind of follow some special like sure. guidelines to be able to do it. Um, but yeah, usually you can find a gym that'll like, let you drop in and do it. Um, one year, Kyle and Peyton were in Hawaii. And um, I remember it was like, I want to say it was like the first week of the open. And I had to like run the whole thing at the gym by myself. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you guys. And um, they ended up their first gym. They wouldn't let them put their rower like by their station. So they had to like travel like, huh. And so it just, it messes with your score, yeah. right? When you That's can't have, so what, I, I don't know, you have to ask them like specifically, but what I imagine is they must have had like a line of rowers. And then I think there was maybe like toast to bar in it. So it wasn't like by their pull up bar. Huh. Whereas like, you know, at our gym, we'll like let you Get set up next close. to your pull up bar. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of depends on. Sometimes you go to other gyms and they don't necessarily. They just do things different. Yeah, they do things different. But so you I need to be call able... in advance. Well, you will have to do that for sure. Yeah. Because I even think you with like. call this week. Yeah. I mean, even with like COVID and stuff, you just yeah. never know. I wouldn't call this week. They probably don't know what they're doing yet for the open. <laughs> we haven't even talked about it yet at the at our gym. We plan to put it, start putting it out there just because I think it does start the end of February. Uh-huh. That's so, what I thought too. So yeah, it's only like a month away. So, and just imagine like the number of people that have started in the last year that don't really know that much about the sport of CrossFit and like they don't know what the open is. <laughs> yeah. That was me a year ago. Yeah. For you were sure. like, what is this? Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about it more like with people and like start putting out some like content and like s- stuff on the podcast about it. But, um, but yeah, so bar muscle up, you'll be getting that I'm yeah. sure in no time. But you said I have to have a strict muscle up first. So I, I, I got to figure that out. You don't have to get a strict muscle up. I don't understand up. how that works. You don't have to get a strict bar muscle up. No. Um, strict ring muscle ups are nice to have, to learn. I'm sure they are just so nice to have. They're nice to have because <laughs> it does, it does make kipping ring muscle ups a little bit easier. You don't have to rely quite as much on like momentum. If you have like that strength, um, the rings are a little more forgiving if you're strong, you know, which I definitely think you're strong and are capable of doing bar muscle ups. Um, just learning that technique or whatever. I've, I have been thinking about doing like a seminar or something um, for bar muscle ups because there there is definitely a group of people who would like to get those. Um, I I want you to have strict strict pull ups in order to do bar muscle ups or like a good a, a good. Um, handle on kipping you know that yeah. sort of stuff is kind of you can't like there's certain steps like you need to have this like yeah. these baselines just tell me what to do <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. give me a step by step you just throw yourself over the bar Leandra that's all you gotta do <laughs> yeah. yeah someone I think it was Kelly she's like you gotta lead with your chest I'm like what yeah <laughs> um have you ever tried one before yeah oh you have it's, not, it's ugly yeah have you gotten one 
a bar muscle up? Yeah. No. No, you just tried. Oh, I've tried like many times. Oh, I'm not tried. even close. I've never seen you try, so I don't have any pointers for you. You can always send send me videos. Okay, I'll give get me on some it. pointers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Good talking to you. Um, thanks for coming on. You are definitely interesting. Thank you. And uh, it means a lot. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys in the gym.